moments like that, it's like we as humans, we really have no idea like what is possible. You're listening to The Bee Podcast. Be encouraged, learn new things, and feel understood. Now here's your host, Sage Lally. Hey you, and welcome back to The Bee Podcast. I'm your host, Sage, and today I'm so excited to be here with pet psychic Nikki Vasquez. Nikki's career path started out as an attorney. Each day on her way to court, she would stop and hang out with the birds. She always talked to them like they understood her. Turns out they did understand her and they also understand you. Nikki did not grow up having two-way conversations with animals. As a young child, she enjoyed the presence of her many hamster, bunny, and guinea pig companions, but her communication with them consisted of unintentionally poking their eyeballs, pulling their tails, and hugging them a little too hard. It wasn't until her late 20s that she learned animal communication was even possible. One summer morning, it all started. At 7 a.m., a blackbird in Nikki's backyard said, Hey, hey you! She looked up at him and he said, Yes, you. Hello? Me? She responded. Well, there's no one else around, is there? Nikki sat speechless. Eventually, she said, Show me what you do for fun. He responded, Now is not the time for play. I'm working. I'll be back at 3 p.m. to show you. Nikki asked how she would know it was him, and he said he'd land on the exact same branch. He then let out the loudest, most unique sound Nikki had ever heard and flew away. At 2.58 p.m., a red robin landed on the fence right in front of Nikki and said, Blackbird is going to be late. He'll be here at 3.04. She was lying on her deck waiting, and at 3.04, she heard the same loud cry from that morning. She looked up, and there he was on the exact same branch. He said, watch, this is what I do for fun. He started jumping up vertically, branch after branch. He jumped up three levels and then back down and then did it all over again. The next three mornings, he appeared on his branch at 7 a.m., let out his cry to get Nikki's attention, jumped up three levels, and flew away. This is the moment Nikki stopped doubting her abilities and allowed herself to accept and trust that she can communicate with animals. Hi, Nikki. How are you doing? Hi, Sage. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. So before we get started, I would love if you could tell me a bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. So I am an animal communicator, also sometimes referred to as a pet psychic. The words are used interchangeably. So I connect with animals telepathically, whether they are living or those that have passed. And I find out about their life, what they need, what they enjoy, what they want, what advice they have for you, which is always super fun because our animals always, always, always have things they want to say to us about how we can improve our lives. So I just connect with animals all day, every day for my full-time job, and it's totally awesome. I love it. How did you get into this line of work? Honestly, I didn't even know that it was possible until probably like four years ago, and I just heard that someone could do this, and it completely blew my mind. So I just looked into it, read book after book, and then I started practicing with anyone's animal who would give me feedback. And for like six months, I just, anyone with a pet, I was like, hey, I'm going to do a free reading. Can you give me feedback? Because that feedback's important so you see you're doing it right. And it just took off from there. So one thing I love telling people about animal communication is I didn't always do this. I used to be a lawyer. I quit last year and went full-time animal communication. So anyone can do this. It just takes practice. How do you go about learning how to communicate with animals? So it's funny you ask that because I, in the very beginning, I wanted to find a mentor, right? Like a teacher, because why not? This is something new. 
and I couldn't really find an animal communicator that I wanted to learn under. They were all very nice, but not like I wanted to be like, okay, that's my person. So I took a workshop. It was like a two hour workshop. And it's funny is I actually was kind of annoyed because after the workshop, everything changed. But before that, the, literally all she said was, okay, we're going to talk to some animals today. She put a picture on the screen and she said, everyone take a couple minutes and see what you get. And I was like, what? I'm like, I don't know how to do it. Like you didn't teach me anything. And it's really, that's all you do. So this past weekend, I actually hosted my first introduction to animal communication workshops. And I did the same thing to the people. And I was like, listen, I was kind of annoyed when it started for me this way, but it's how you do it. So it's not something that's like, okay, step one, step two, step three. It's really just centering yourself, grounding yourself and allowing yourself to can, to be open to spirit and to just the, um, the space to connect with another telepathically and trusting yourself. So when I do my sessions, it's all done telepathically. So it's all in my mind. I, I wouldn't be speaking out loud if I was doing it for my own. But since I need to convey stuff to you guys, I speak. But it's just thinking thoughts in your head, directing them to the animal you're connecting with and then seeing what you've received. So that's why I mentioned earlier, when you first start, you have to practice on people's animals where you can get feedback from. Because if you you need that constant like confirmation, like, oh, that was right. You got that right to really see that you're doing it right. Because it's not like you're just transcribing like a radio, right? Or someone speaking. You have to get that feedback. Like, oh, wow, I really saw that bright blue blanket that he said he loved. And the human's like, oh my gosh, that's his favorite blankie. So it's really just that that's how it starts. It's just doing it and anyone can do it. You just have to start. How do you sort through what is a message and what is just your own thought? That comes with practice. So in the beginning, when I started, like when certain, what I thought would be random or weird messages would come through, I'd be like, ah, wait, like, was I just thinking that? Or was that really what they said? So the more you do it, you learn to just say whatever you receive because more than nine times out of 10, what comes to you during a session is from the animal. And if you don't say something because you think it's weird or it doesn't make sense, you could really lose a huge part of the communication because that one simple word could mean everything to the humans and you just don't understand it. So like, of course, there are times where like if you say you hurt your ankle over the weekend, right? And your right ankle is really swollen and hurting. If you're talking to animals and every animal you talk to the next day has a swollen right ankle, like, okay, that's probably your stuff. So you just get better at navigating. Okay, let me clear out my own stuff. Let me get rid of my own aches and pains and before I connect in, I actually say this little mantra or prayer to myself and I ask spirit for guidance to um, clear out my body of anything that doesn't serve me in this session, get rid of all my own stuff so that I'm an empty vessel to allow the animal to come through. Are you able to connect with any animal that you see a photo of? Yeah. So when I connect, um, it's most people because they're paying for a session. I know who the humans are. There are times where like wild animals, like the birds for sure. Like I'll hear random messages, but it's not like I walk down the street and just hear the chirp, 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 da, 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 da. like that would be crazy. But yeah, all of my sessions are through pictures. I don't do anything in person because for me personally, I think it's easier for me to connect in and to connect deeper if I'm in my own quiet space with no distractions around. So yeah, any any picture. Have you ever tried to connect to a wild animal that has no owner connection to anyone you know just to experiment um wild animal in the sense of like 
exotic wild animals no because I don't go to zoos or anything so I've never really been around them but like outside like the birds um I one time I was walking into yoga and I was about to step down and all of a sudden I heard ah stop and I was like what the heck and I didn't put my foot down so I looked down and I was about to step on a snail and I was like what so like stuff like that happens sometimes but it's not um I haven't like, cause I've been just really busy with my own clients that I just haven't like connect, just, I haven't really had the time to connect with just random wild animals, but sometimes fun messages like that come through. What has it been like having your own pets as an animal communicator? It's been fabulous because it's not like I just hear them talking to me all day long. It's more of a sense that my connection with them has just gotten so much deeper and I feel that we connect on such a deeper level and understand each other without even really having to speak like I just know what they need or want now of course if there's something there's times where I'm like what do you need like I don't understand why you're freaking out you know um if there is something going on health wise I cannot connect in because I'm too emotionally attached So that doesn't work, but it's definitely just, I feel like when we look at each other, like we just are like, okay, like we understand each other and it's just really been great. Cause I I love that I have two teacup poodles. They're little adorable things. (laughs) What was the most crazy moment you've ever had as an animal communicator? So that's a hard question because even now I've been doing this for years when messages come through and I get feedback from the owners, I am still amazed at how specific some of the messages are that the animals share. But a couple of fun things that I remember is one time I was talking to a horse and this was in the beginning. So I wasn't as confident as I am now. And the horse said, I don't like mom's boyfriend. And I was like, oh no. Cause I was like, can I share this? And then, and then the horse, he's like, but don't worry. He doesn't like me either. And I was like, okay. So after the session, the human confirmed that he, the, the horse, Cruz, does not like her boyfriend and the feelings are mutual. The, the boyfriend's a horse person, but they just don't get along. So it was like, you know, when you get specific things like that, it's like, just go with it. Um, I've had animals, a dog one time, tattle on his human mom for starting a new habit of smoking cigars. She had been hiding it from her family. And when all of the family listened to the recording, they were like, mom, you're smoking again because the dog was talking. So I always asked the animals, like I said earlier, what advice do you have for mom? And he said that there's something she's doing at night out by the fire that puts a bad taste in her mouth and makes her cough. Um, there was a time where I talked to a cat that had passed away 21 years ago and I I knew it would have been that long, but like he talked about their current life. Now he mentioned this animal, Toby, that had been in the family before he was even with the family, like a long past childhood pet. So it's like moments like that. It's like we as humans, we really have no idea like what is possible. Like it's just, I've, with talking to the animals, my entire perception of death has changed. Of course, we still grieve, you know, but it's like they are really with us forever. Last question is where can we find you on the internet so we can learn more about you and what you do? I am on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. My usernames are at Nikki Vasquez, just my name. My website's NikkiVasquez.com. There are a lot of fraud accounts, imposter accounts, so it's just my name, like Nikki Vasquez. And I, what's cool on my Instagram, especially, is after every session, I'll post a picture of the animal and like a little blurb about the session. So it's just really cool to see like what the different animals share. 
Thank you for listening to the V Podcast with your host, Sage Lally. If you liked today's episode, please leave us a review. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Your story has the power to help others if you step out in boldness and have the bravery to tell it. There are people here who will listen. You just have to speak. 